Hello, everybody. Welcome again to Think on These Things with Josh Barnett. I am joined again this week with my producer's mother, uh, Noah, his mom, Nicole Tice. We did a whole intro episode on her last week and um, talking about what she does. She came, all, she comes all the way from the great state of Delaware, all the way to join me down here in Arkansas. And uh, we are talking about Christians and Christians engaging in the political arena or our, our government arena and why those things are important. I don't want to cover a lot of stuff that we went over last week. I really want to encourage you to go check out last week. We looked at a lot of everything from kind of the sky level. And this week we're going to get down into some practical things. It, last week was more of like, um, you know, what is important? What do I need to believe? And this week is more of like strategizing on what you need to do um, and how we can help you at a grassroots effort, mobilize you and send you out for the kingdom of God. And so, um, but I, again, go check out episode, the first episode, part one of this interview, if you missed it from last week, and then come back and join us for this episode. But anyway, uh, Mr. Cole, so excited to be joined by you again uh, this week. And I'm excited about uh, what we're going to be talking about. Great to be here. It's Excited. gonna be good. Um, one thing I, I I really wanted to kind of start this episode with is um, uh, last week we were kind of talking about debate and um, you know how to, kind of like how do we win? You know what is a how do you define a win for us in this in this area of our life? This politics government affects all of us. It's something that yes, we you know and we are building the kingdom of God so it's something that Christians are involved are, we are called to engage in um, but for us sometimes it's hard to see exactly what is a win in this area so how would you define a win um, it, it, with maybe with a person or a policy or you know whatever well the fact that you're even asking it that way let me just give a little context sure. to it because a lot of times especially if you're competitive sure. right like you want to win that argument right. we want to win we want to push back on this right. agenda right. you know we want an agenda of freedom mm -hmm. and preserving freedom right um, and so you know it's easy to when you're in this arena of government mm -hmm. to look at a win as winning a piece of legislation right. or winning policy right but i tell you i have learned that it's so much more than that sure and so, especially being from a state like Delaware, where we are completely outnumbered, we, mm -hmm. we have been from our very founding sure. um, of our organization, yeah, right? Sure. So in the 13, we're now in our 13th year of service. So right. um, during that whole time, we've never had like a majority of people who maybe um, are in alignment with our worldview. Right. So we've always been having to, to push against right. um, these radical you know, policies, right. very, very deceptively worded policies. Sure. Um, that are going to have an impact that we know uh, are very much counter, mm -hmm. you know, our worldview and what we know um, is going to uh, preserve liberty. So it makes government even bigger. Mm -hmm. So when we're in a situation like that, let's say, you know, because we're in a state that is very pro-abortion, mm -hmm. right? And we in have Delaware, yeah. um, some very pro-abortion women um, who are, you know, really driving this agenda mm -hmm. very aggressively. So you have to ask yourself, okay, well, what can I do? Mm -hmm. What what can we do when we're when we're outnumbered? Whether right. it be in your school, sure. or whether it be in the legislature, right? You know, what do we do when we're outnumbered? Right. So, I think the question, and, and really, this came at a time of prayer and me going to the Lord asking right. the question because right. it can be very discouraging, mm -hmm. right? For sure. So the question is, well, what is my role here, and what does a win look like? Mm -hmm. And I tell you, out of a lot of prayer. 
Right. Um, and and, and <laughs> sure. understanding, you know, the frame a little differently. Mm-hmm. I would say a win is if you have advanced the truth. Mm-hmm. Now, I could say a win is when you've effectively advanced the truth. Sure. But, you know, we just say advance the truth because if you have been effective, you will have advanced, right. you know, um, a truthful understanding of things. So um, at the end of the day, that's what we ask ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were in that hearing mm-hmm. for that policy, and we knew that it was, you know, uh going to be voted, you know, on or for against whatever right. the position was. But it didn't was. go your way. It didn't go our way. Sure. But did we advance the truth? Right. Were we able to tell the story in mm-hmm. such a way that we know it was going to resonate in their hearts and minds? Come on. So that is our number one goal. That's great. That's how we sharpen ourselves. Right. That's how we prepare ourselves. Absolutely. Right? So I would say that's the number one goal. Absolutely. After every engagement, did we advance the truth? Mm-hmm. The other foundational principle that we really live by um, in our organization, in our efforts, in our engagement, is the understanding that one person that is equipped mm-hmm. and trained mm-hmm. and strategically placed will take territory. Right. Come on. So what does that mean, mm-hmm. will take territory? Mm-hmm. Well, it means changing hearts and minds. Come on. So when you can at least get someone to question mm-hmm. where they're coming from, mm-hmm. you know, uh, is that, for example, you know, is that preborn baby a life, mm-hmm. right? Well, you can find a, a living organism on Mars and say there's life on Mars, sure. you know, but mm-hmm. yet we have this baby human with all of its parts and its heartbeat mm-hmm. and everything, and we're not calling it a human, mm-hmm. right? So sure. my point is that... One person, well-equipped, trained, will take territory. So you have to look at where you are right now. Right. And the goal is to equip yourself. Right. Right? Let's get trained. Right. Let's understand. Let's look at our diet of information. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's let's start to learn. Mm-hmm. Just 10 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Let's start to learn. Let's understand the freedom that we have and how mm-hmm. to use it. Sure. And then let's really pray for God to put us in positions. Right? Right? And I think most of us will find that we're already in positions sure. where we can influence. Absolutely. And then it's all about being able to use that influence where you are mm-hmm. to take territory, change hearts and minds. So where some people can get involved right now is by volunteering for organizations, right, that are mm-hmm. in alignment with uh, with your beliefs. Right. Get involved, even if you're stuffing envelopes. Sure. Get involved because... Just going in and serving, you are going to most likely be working with some great people. Sure. And you can network and you can make connections. Right. Um, and start to build influence that way just by being present and consistent, mm-hmm. um, being somebody that people can count on. Mm-hmm. So that's really important. You can you can definitely uh, volunteer. Um, definitely reading and starting to read more. Um, or listen to Audible, whatever it is that you listen to. Mm-hmm. But during your downtime, you know, even if you're doing chores or even if you're driving from one location right. to the next, li- be listening, 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 and right. reading. Now, you could say, well, I don't like to read. It makes me fall asleep. Sure. Right? <laughs> well, I challenge that a little bit because yeah. we are reading so much on social media. Mm-hmm. And I would say let's just step off that a little bit and sure. just start to fill our diet with some other things. Um, I would say a really great thin book to start out with is How to Kill 11 Million People. Oh, yeah. I Why have that one in my office. Why the Truth Matters More yep. Now Than Ever by yep. Andy Andrews. That's a 
Absolutely great book to start with. Right. Right. It is really thin. It's really small, really easy to read. Yeah. Right. I know I've gone through it like five times because each page just packs a punch. Mm -hmm. But start to tweak your own diet with what you're reading. And I'm sure you talk about things on this podcast all the time that people can be reading. Sure. Um, one book that I'm just going to throw your way. Go ahead, yeah. Uh, that is that is a great hot new book out. Sure. Um, it's called Live Not By Lies okay. by Rod Dreyer. Okay. Right? Live Not By Lies by Rod Dreyer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's a big one. Okay. That, that's one where you, you need to get get a... You know, some friends together sure. and have like some book discussion Come on, right yeah, on each yeah, chapter. Right. That is huge. Okay. Um, but there's just different things out there that folks can be reading. Mere Christianity. Oh, yeah. Right. Reading some C.S. Lewis. Right. Right. Knowing what you believe, why you believe it. Right. Yeah. Right. Awesome yeah. stuff. Um, and pray and ask the Lord to yeah. give you an appetite. Absolutely. Ask Him to give you an appetite for truth. That's great. To give you an appetite for reading to help you to be a better reader. For sure. He will. For sure. Right. But it is about building your appetite. And I think the more that you tweak your diet of information, the more you're going to, um, the more appetite you're going to have for truth. For sure. And even as a, for some of those young parents out there, that's a great thing to pray over your children, Mm -hmm. that they will have an appetite for truth and for the things of the Lord. That's great. So another thing that you can do is, Um, And we always, the young people that are in my life, wow, this is just such a great thing to do. You can actually go into your legislature and Mm -hmm. into your capital. Um, It's not hard to find out when they're in session, you know, Mm -hmm. and you can sit in the balcony or in the gallery and just listen and Mm -hmm. watch the proceedings. You can listen how people are debating. You can listen to the points that they're making. Um, You just go on the website for your state and you can find out what committee hearings are happening and Mm -hmm. just go. Yeah. So you can go to school board meetings. You can, oh my goodness, yes. Everyone should be going to school board meetings. I think sometimes the local government gets neglected. That's so a little true. bit so, but yeah, you can go listen to city council and all kind of stuff. It's yeah. public forum. It's public. It's Absolutely. open to the public because we elected these people to do their job. And so we can go sit and listen and, and make sure they're doing their job or see if like, hey, do we need to replace this person? Or, right. you know what I'm saying? No questions yeah. asked. Yeah. Right. I, and I think that is such a great thing to do to learn. For sure. And, um, and understand um, just where people are coming from. Right. Um, I think the most that I've learned, Josh, is sitting in on committee hearings wow. and going to those school board, sure. those school board meetings. Sure. Um, it, it's just, I can't, I just can't underscore that enough. And, and would you suggest for like pre-voter age too, like, like teens to oh, go? Yes, sure. absolutely. I will say to you teens out there, if you, if you are dressed, you know, professionally, sure. you go into an environment like that. Make eye contact with people. Hold mm-hmm. your head high. Listen, learn from the generations before you. Mm-hmm. Be teachable and ask questions. Learn, learn, learn. Mm-hmm. You don't have to give your opinion. You sure. don't have to do, and I would recommend that you don't, mm-hmm. um, but just observe mm-hmm. and and maybe even be there you know, regularly. Try to go you know, once a week. Try to go once a month. Sure. You know, just just consistently be there. Walk in. Put a smile on your face, mm-hmm. and and sit and listen. Learn where the agenda is. How mm-hmm. to get to the agenda. Sure. You can do all of that. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. the people's house. You can go in there and learn all of that. Right. And um, learn uh, how to engage. Why people are engaging the way that they mm-hmm. are. Um. And watch the proceedings. Highly recommend it. It's great. Yeah. So. Another question I have in that, in, you know, you're talking about getting a win, even knowing that you may, you're going to lose this policy, you're going to lose this vote, or you're going to lose this seat, or you're, you know, or 
you know, you're going to be, if you go stand for this, you're going to be persecuted. Somebody's going to scream in your face. So, you know, you're going to go to this March for Life and there's going to be counter protesters there, you know, screaming obscenities at you. Um, how do you stay encouraged? How do you, um, you know, seemingly um, encourage yourself when sometimes it feels like you are the minority or when you are, sometimes it looks like you're on the losing side or like it's like, this is such an uphill battle. I don't know if we're ever going to take this. How do you still like, like it's just, it's discouraging. And like, I don't know how do I look at this as a win when man, we just lost the last five votes on this policy or we right. lost the last five seats that we, you know, our guy never wins that we campaign for. Like, how do you stay encouraged during those times? I am so glad that you sure. asked that because that is, that has been our story sure. in a state like Delaware. Yeah. That was really when I was talking about going to the Lord and asking him, it was out of a place of discouragement right. and out of a place of, you know, we, we can't seem to ever mm -hmm. take ground or take yeah, ground sure. Or win anything. Yeah. Right? And the Lord had to really show me like, well, okay, well, what are you here to do? Mm -hmm. You know, are you here to win policy? Well, that would be really nice. Right. <laughs> we sure. are a policy organization. <laughs> sure. But the Lord had to really, you know, challenge me to look higher mm -hmm. and to look deeper. Mm -hmm. And um, he's called us to be faithful. Come on. Right. And right. so, and to lead the results to him. Right. So am I going to operate out of that place of trust Right. Come and, on. and do what I'm supposed to do? Right. Or am I going to, you know, really be focused on, you know, that person mm -hmm. shouting in my face and, right. you know, or calling me this name and that name. Right. You know, we fight not against flesh and blood, right. but the principalities of darkness. Right. right. And after doing this enough, I can see that that principality. Yeah. Right. Is behind a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Right. And I also want to say that I can see how easily that if God had not saved me mm -hmm. and had helped me understand some things, sure. how I could be just like that. Right. right? Sure. So I could be operating out mm -hmm. of the very same place of anger right, and for bitterness. Sure. For sure. Right. I could have believed the same arguments. Mm -hmm. So I never want to forget that. Right. I always want to come from this place of, of what God has healed me from. Mm hmm. And giving me victory and right, right. So I never forget that I'm dealing with a real human who right. wants the same things that I do. Mm -hmm. Right? They just their premise is mm -hmm. is different. Right? It's twisted. It is yeah, twisted. It's distorted. It's distorted. Yeah, sure. So yeah, that's great. And it's coming out of that place of right. of pain, uh -huh. of rejection, bitterness, hard places. Right. Right. So. Um, I think that's definitely been something that's had to govern the way that mm -hmm. I, I interact with people. But I think to be discouraged sometimes is very human. But you yeah, have to keep taking sure. it back to the Lord. Absolutely. And and once again, and it is hard to keep walking back into that mm -hmm. arena. Um, but each time we walk in with more people, mm -hmm. right? So Come on. right now we're um, getting ready to go to committee hearing over some bills in Delaware. Mm -hmm. Um that are pushing back on this radical pro-abortion agenda. Sure. And so what God has been helping us do, it's been a point of prayer, mm -hmm. is um, God unite us with people who have experienced abortion sure. and have regret. Right. And help me to step into this arena with them next mm -hmm. time. Sure. So God has been doing that. I'm working with five post-abortive women Come on. who are who we're working with, with a counselor right now, wow. who are coming from a place of healing now, wow. who are going to share their stories for the first time. Come on. And That's we're powerful. We're having yeah. them prepare their testimonies. Come on. Right? Now, will we win? Mm -hmm. uh, no. 
it, but we're still preparing them to look straight into the eyes right. of those policymakers to mm-hmm. share their story right. and to be able to take what the enemy has used in their mm-hmm. lives to bring destruction mm-hmm. and to be able to turn it on its head absolutely, and to bring life from it Come on, and to see what it's doing for those women right. and the boldness now in which Come they're on. speaking. Yeah. Oh, um, that's win. Yeah, that's it. That's a win. Let's go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's Let's right. Go. That's what I hear. Yep. Let's go. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So many thoughts going through my mind uh, as you're talking in, in scriptures and stories that come up. But yeah, man, I, I think standing for truth, standing for the Bible, standing for Jesus is a win, no matter what it looks like in the physical. It's always a win if, when you stand for Christ. Um, I, I, as you were talking, I kept thinking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel, and standing up to those evil kings in that time. But it's so, how they did it. Yeah, come on, right? Yeah, like right? you have to do it effectively, right. or you're not. It's not you're not really doing right. it. Right, come on. Right, so I, I think that's super important for sure. You know, you could say, "Yeah, I stood for truth," right. you know, and you just beat somebody over the head, right. you know, or you are, you know, we've seen people come to committee hearings, for example, and and scream and yell at all the yeah. legislators, right? And that all the legislators heard were these people are really angry. Yeah. And they you don't missed hear the nothing. whole yeah. point. They didn't hear anything. Right. Right. Did we advance truth? Sure. No, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. Yeah, so sure. we have to ask ourselves, right. did we advance right. it? Right. 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 Because we, and it sharpens us. It mm. helps us to be, it helps us be more effective in the way that we're coming right. across. And I think when we scream and yell and get angry and frustrated, uh, one thing I've been sharing with our teens and youth is that we become like uh, Peter in the Garden of Gethsemane, where he pulls the sword and he That's cuts right. the ear off of Malachus. And that's what we do to our listeners when we scream at them or we, you know, we, we act out in anger or we act out in frustration or we act out in the way that seems right to us. We cut off the ears of our listeners. And so you can go in there and scream and like, okay, well, they just cut you off. They're not going to listen to you. Right. So I think that's great. Right. And when they have to turn around and and vote against life, Mm -hmm. oh, we want them to remember that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We want them, we want it to be really hard when they vote like that. Right. Right. Right, and, so, bring, and that's testimony. That's bringing these women that you're talking about, these testimonies in there. Wow, that's powerful. That's really awesome. Um, okay, uh, kind of along the same vein, is uh, we live in a super social media, media inundated society. Yes. And obviously my generation, millennials, and the generation underneath me, Gen Z, we're consumed with it. And you know, specifically, you look at Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and all these places, they're extremely left-leaning. And saturated with it. Yeah, TikTok. Some of my teens, I've seen TikTok videos where they'll ask like, hey, this girl said this and she makes this argument. And what, you know, what do I say or how do I stand up? You know, what's some encouragement that you would give to, um, you know, some some young people with biblical worldviews in this culture that's like, completely anti-God, completely anti-Bible, completely anti-life. What is some encouragement that you would, and how, how do they na- maybe navigate some of those things? That's such a good question. We probably could do a whole episode yeah, on it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, I think it's good. It is good to realize that it, it, they are being saturated with it every time they turn around. And I, I like the way you frame that question. I would say you don't have to give a response to everything. That's great. You know, and sit back. That's and, weighty. Like if you feel like you have to answer every single thing, that's too much. Yeah. No, that's, you, you don't. I sure. mean, I understand what that feels like. Sure. Right. Oh, I, I bet. Yeah. I'm right. Sure. So it's like, do I do I really need to mm-hmm. answer this? Because sometimes if you just let that person talk long enough or, mm-hmm. you know, comment enough, mm-hmm. you know, um, it kind of takes care of itself. Right. You know, sure. you don't you don't always have to respond. Right. And And when you do. Well, 
in general, on, on social media, you have to understand that every response and everything that you put out there, you can't take back. Yeah. You might think you can delete it. Sure. But someone has already saved the screenshot. Mm-hmm. Right? People mm-hmm. do it all the time. Oh, yeah. So it's wise to to know that um, that stuff that you put out there and the images that mm-hmm. you put out there, you're never going to get back. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you think it's the people who are seeing it mm-hmm. are only the ones who maybe liked it, mm-hmm. but far more people have seen it. Sure. That's been my biggest lesson. Yeah, for right? sure, yeah. So you have to be really careful, especially when you're young, because this stuff's going to follow you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So don't be short-sighted about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you see somebody comment and and make some really immature statements sure. on social media, um, I would say don't comment, wait, watch it, and if you really feel like you do need to do it privately, sure. Ask a question, um, you know, point to a resource. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, so and so, you might want to check out this resource. Let me know what you think about it. Mm-hmm. You'll find that most people don't have any kind of diet to understand things sure. deeply, and those people are easily deceived. Sure, you don't want to be one of those people who right. are easily deceived. Right, you want to inoculate yourself against That's that. That's why we take vaccines, right? Yeah, sure. To inoculate against <laughs> bad things. Sure. But, and that's just an analogy, right? you sure. know, but you want to be careful that you yourself are not being sucked into this emotional moment. Right. Coloss- um, I think Colossians 2, 8, don't be taken captive by high sounding nonsense or these go. empty philosophies and that's ideologies. Right. And you need to know the word of God. You need to have a diet of the word of God. So you recognize right. what is high sounding nonsense. So you're not taken captive by it. Right. Put those things right in front of you. The scriptures yeah. right in front Come of on. you and ask yourself, do I really need to to mm-hmm. do this right now. It's great. Um, and there, sometimes you might see things that you think are really effective and maybe you want to post it or put it on your story, mm-hmm. you know, just to say, this is, this is the stand that I'm making. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And it's a good point. Absolutely. You know, okay. Sure. You, you can do that. Do it. You're putting yourself out there. Do it. Take, mm-hmm. take your stand if it's an effective and a good one, a sound one. Um, and you know that's that's I'm just following what my my own kids have done and sure. what, what I do, sure. Um, but just know that you don't have to respond to everything. And I do think it's good for them to bring the argument to the youth group leader to mm-hmm. you, and let's have discussion about some of those arguments, sure. Because they do want to know how to answer them, right? Absolutely. I want to know how to answer them. Sometimes right. I'll see an argument and I'll go, I want to give that some thought because right. that doesn't sound right, right? And I want to I want to go ahead and pull that apart and understand it myself, for sure, right? And and then I'll go to the resources that I trust, mm-hmm. you know, and and I want to hash it out, mm-hmm. right? So that my found my foundation is firm. That's great. Um, and so iron sharpens iron. That's the way that I would use that stuff versus mm-hmm. you know being so quick to put my opinion out on this forum mm-hmm. that I'm never ever going to get back. Right. Right. Instead, I'm going to say, okay, I think this is I don't think it's a wise opinion at all, but I'm going to use it to sharpen me. What would right. I say about that? Yeah. Right. I think you could probably take each week at youth group just to do that. Oh, yeah. You know, let's really talk about some of the the awfulness. Right. Right. That's going around. And how do we respond to it in my mind, in my heart and mind so I can get this right. Absolutely. So that I can be speaking. Be slow to speak. That's right. Slow to speak. (laughs) Slow to speak. Yes. (laughs) Slow to become angry. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. That's right. And if it's really getting to you, you're going to have to step away from it. Yeah. Versus a steady diet of it constantly. Absolutely. Right. Just put it down and go read one of your good books. That's so good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, well, also in that same vein, you know, for me, I've uh, you have raised two incredible um, children. 
um, who are now adults and they're, they love Jesus. They love the Lord, which is number one goal, obviously. Um, but they both have a really strong biblical worldview, which is incredible. Um, and you've done that in a really, you know, much more hostile environment than I am here in Arkansas, actually. Um, but what is some, just some practical advice, some practical tips that you could say to parents, like here, here's how you, you know, proverb, what Proverbs says, train your children up in the way that they should go. So when they were older, they'll not depart from it. What is some of the best advice that you have for parents during this time in our nation? <laughs> wow. That's a big, big question. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Again, a whole nother episode. Yeah. Yes. Um, wow. Well, I would say there is no, that's a great principle. Sure. Right? And it, it, a lot of times parents look for this magic formula. Yeah, sure, right? sure. Yeah. They do. That's not out you, there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you want that. Like, uh-huh. but I did this, and uh-huh. but I did sure. that, and they still chose sure. whatever, you know? I would say just be faithful. Mm-hmm. God, when when you are a parent, God has called you to that role, mm-hmm. okay? He has not called you to the outcome. Mm-hmm. He's called you to be faithful mm-hmm. right where you are on this day. Mm-hmm. Take it day by day mm-hmm. and do the right things day by day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just some super practical things. Mm-hmm. I started really early with my kids mm-hmm. and introducing certain concepts to them. And I think one of the biggest, the hardest things, one of the biggest frustrations is a lot of times we tend to lecture Mm-hmm. And to talk over them with mm-hmm. these great principles, but mm-hmm. we fail to realize where what their little minds are processing. Sure. And it could easily sound like a lecture mm-hmm. and it can easily sound like, oh, there she goes again. Mm-hmm. I would say the most the probably the best advice is to really focus on the nature and the character of God, mm-hmm. not religious mm-hmm. disciplines, right. not religious aspects, sure. but really understanding the nature of God. I say this, Josh, because this is not what I understood as a young person. Mm-hmm. And I had the Christian lifestyle sure. all around me. Sure. But I still didn't know who Jesus was. Sure. And so it wasn't until I started to walk through some hard things or watching other people walk through hard things mm-hmm. that I really needed to understand his character. Mm-hmm. And I could lean into it. That's great. And I could trust him. Yeah. Um, intimacy. Mm-hmm. Right. I can go to him. Right. Um, that's really sometimes very hard for a young one to understand sure. because they're looking at you, right? Right? They can't they can't see past you mm-hmm. as their guardian, mm-hmm. and they're trusting in you, and you're you're the one, and their experience with you mm-hmm. as a parent is really building their security. Sure. And the way that they see themselves is coming through you, right? Right. So it's very hard for them to grasp mm-hmm. beyond you, mm-hmm. right? So. Sure. Um, even in the way that you discipline, mm-hmm. okay? So uh, this is a huge thing, mm-hmm. but we try to discipline while preserving the dignity of our child, mm-hmm. right? So um, we never shouted across the room mm-hmm. at them or shouted uh, out them or, what are you doing? Or mm-hmm. what are you, you know, mm-hmm. sure. I, we always tried to get down eyeball to eyeball, mm-hmm. right? And they can't reason. Mm-hmm. They don't have the capability right, of reason. Right. So we weren't going to ask them questions and, you know, we had to get down eyeball to eyeball and talk to them about making choices Mm -hmm. and choosing blessing or consequences, Mm -hmm. you know, and explaining those big words. That's great. So 
even in a crowded room or you know they're doing something they're not supposed to, <laughs> it's so easy to kind of shout over people oh, sure. and treat your child in a way that you wouldn't want to be treated, mm-hmm. right? So instead, I would try to treat my child with respect at that moment. Mm-hmm. And instead, excuse me for a minute, right? Yeah. Walk over, right? kneel down, get eyeball to eyeball and say, now, you know, I asked you not to run, right? right? I know you're awfully tempted right now, mm-hmm. you know, and I just saw you dart through here, you know, yeah, whatever, sure, and just sure. a basic discipline, right? but you know that you're not supposed to do this. right? So I'm going to give you a chance right here, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we, we followed up with discipline. They mm-hmm. knew there was going to be a consequence. That's great. And that's what we called it. Yeah. We called it shaping your heart. Yeah. <laughs> we called it a consequence. Right. That's good. You know, we didn't say uh, punish and, you know, there's even vernacular as yeah. a parent. Sure. Making sure that that's even reflective uh, of God's character and just making your child feel seen, mm-hmm. making your child feel respected. But at the same time, again, you can be firm. Mm-hmm. You can be very firm. Yeah. But at the right. same time, you can be loving yeah. and preserve dignity. That's great. And in that, uh, let them see the your intimacy with Christ, mm-hmm. your time of prayer mm-hmm. and worship, um, and let them see God coming through for you. That's great. And it's okay if they see you struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like uh, God's this genie in a bottle or a vendor machine, mm-hmm. right? You know, and 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 really teaching them about that. But He's with you always, right? Somehow, some way. That's great. He is with you always, and um, and praying for that. Um, for them to be able to see that. Right. I would say prayer, constant prayer. Right. Uh is is absolutely the element that you need in your parenting. Yes. Um letting them hear you pray no matter how tired you are. Yeah. This is a <laughs> no matter how tired you <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, that's yeah. Going in. Parenting is work. <laughs> oh my goodness, is it ever. It is the biggest self-improvement journey yes. you could ever be yeah. on. You have to be selfless. You that's have to right. yeah. Absolutely. But just going in there and praying over them yeah. before bed, let's yeah. just say, right? Mm-hmm. And and you getting on your knees. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be a long prayer. But boy, those prayers that you mm-hmm. pray over them will shape them. That's it. Come that, on. That's what I've seen in the life of my children. Come on. I would pray every night that God would uh, help them to respect authority. Mm -hmm. I would pray that God would bring people into their lives at the times they needed it most. It's hard for me not to get emotional when I'm saying this because these were such heartfelt prayers. Yeah, sure. But I would pray for God to bring other people into their lives, Mm -hmm. right? Just the fact that I'm sitting here with you, Josh, is an answer to prayer. That's awesome. Because God brought you... I believe out of those prayers next to my boy's wow. bed at seven and eight years That's old. That's crazy. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I'm, again, I'm trying yeah, not to be sure. emotional, but Praise he brought Lord. you yeah. into his life. Wow. So. What an honor. That's amazing. That's praying so cool. that. Yeah. Let them hear you pray yeah, life sure. into them. For sure. God, I thank you that you've given him a compassionate spirit. Yeah, that's great. God, help him to to use that to honor mm-hmm. you and bring you glory. Because, mm-hmm. Lord, he's going to see things that other people can't see. Yeah. Help him to know to know how to carry that. Yeah. Help him to know what to do, Lord. Help him to have an appetite for truth. Come on, yeah. Help him to have a hunger mm-hmm. for truth. Mm-hmm. Lord, help him, help her not to be easily deceived. Yeah, come help on. Help them to know your word enough that when they hear these arguments, they'll know when it's not right. And Lord, help me as mm-hmm. their parent not to be led by what I think is light. Help mm-hmm. me to be led by your truth because we can so easily be deceived, sure. all of us. Yeah. You know, and you start you start speaking like that from your heart, mm-hmm. and them hearing that every night. Right. 
it will it definitely them, yeah. shape their Come hearts on. and their relationship with the Lord. <laughs> I love it. Right? So even in, if you made mistakes during that yeah. day, Come on. you're kneeling next to their bed. That's it. You're grabbing their little hand, mm -hmm. right? Even if they fall asleep, right. you know, or you <laughs> <Sure>. do, <laughs> sure. while you're praying, to being faithful sure. in just that action. Absolutely. You know, and you'll see yeah. that God will start to bring people into your life as a parent. Yeah. Other people who have walked this out way before me, were huge cheering sections sure. in my life. I had, I couldn't sit here there and think I had all the answers. Sure. That was over my head <laughs> sure. from day one, right? Sure. But bringing people into your life, come on, to minister to you, mm -hmm. to help you. Say, oh, that's a really good idea. Mm -hmm. Like I I should start. I should incorporate yeah, that, right? Um, or praying, like I said, praying for other people to come into mm -hmm. their lives and being open to that as right. a parent. You know, I remember when they started hearing things from you yeah. that I had been saying, You've been, oh, yeah. long, but it registered, you <laughs> sure. know, when they heard it, it at my clicked, point, yeah. right? And, I've, and I was on my knees, thank you, God. Right, yeah. <laughs> thank you, because right. I just wanted them, even for them to have an appetite to come to High Point. Sure, yeah, to want to come, yeah. To even want right. to be here, Right. So I, I know we don't have all these, you know, podcast episodes to do on this right. subject, but if I could just distill it down yeah. to some disciplines as a parent is, you know, I would say live your life out in a way that they will want what you have. And that doesn't look like a bunch of, you know, religious do's and don'ts. Right. It's it's intimacy Come on. with the Lord. Yeah. You know, it is just fine for them to see you cry. Right. In prayer and in worship. Come on, yeah. You know, to see that realness, but to see your consistency. Yeah, absolutely. I would say consistency matters more huge. than anything. Huge, yeah. In the way you discipline, in the way right. you speak, in the way Come you on. pray, in everything, it's consistency. Yep. You know, so, um, but I... I just thank the Lord for being so faithful mm -hmm. um, in answering those prayers, and there were many ups and downs. Come on. You know, many sure. uh, yeah. when I watched them, I knew they were battling with mm -hmm. identity, with insecurity, with all these mm -hmm. things. You know, they they're going to battle all of it. They're going to you want them ready to go into the ring. Right. You, as a parent, you're not going to be able to avoid mm -hmm. some of these things and these messages and these sure. these certain thoughts that they're having. Mm -hmm. Right. But darn it, I'm going to pray you. I'm going right. to be praying for you when you're in that ring. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, Come on, yeah. go to war for them. Yeah, That's right. Absolutely. Go to war for them. Get them ready. Come on. You know, try to be preemptive. Yeah. Right? So with Reagan, my daughter, you know, I God was already showing me when the most insecure times are for these young women mm -hmm. and the lies that they can easily start to believe. Lord Jesus, help me to get ahead of it. Sure. Help me to remember what it was like. Right. And help me to speak directly to it and kill that lie. Sure. Help me to give a counter voice when she starts to hear that because of what she's seeing right. or what her peers are doing. Come on. You know, to, to try to create um, a different kind of appetite yeah. and value on. system. Let's go. So, yeah, be preemptive as much as you can. Let's go. Get them ready for it versus like, hey, I want to protect them from everything. Right, yeah. You know, versus getting them ready to be in the ring. Yeah, yep. That's so good. I love it. Oh man, that's awesome. That's super encouraging for me. Um, but uh, and I think that I think what you're saying is it's exactly what Proverbs says: train a child on the way they should go. Like get them ready for the way they're supposed to go before they get to the way. Before they yeah. get to that, you know, decision. That's really good. Oh man. Yeah. If you want your child to be empathetic and compassionate, let them see you be yeah. empathetic and compassionate. And I, I love what you're saying about Lek. Let them see you pray. Let them see you worship. I think it's I think it's important for parents to know your kids need to see you do that other times than Sunday morning. And they're going to see you mess up too. Yeah. And be able to go back to them, show them humility. Right. 
humility. Ask for forgiveness. I mean, what yeah. the Lord says about humility in His right. Scripture. That's, oh, yeah. I mean, it just unlocks so yeah, much. for sure. So let them see you walk that out. That's good. Even in the way you deal with your spouse, especially, mm-hmm. you know, um, in the way that you speak over other people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did uh, grow up with a mom who I never, ever heard her speak negatively over other people. That's awesome. Especially other people in the church. That's awesome. And she was a first-generation Christian just trying wow. to duke it out. Wow. You know, she grew up probably in the most impoverished situation I've ever heard of in my life. Wow. But she prayed, and she Come had on. no idea what she was doing. Come on. But she prayed. I'd wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning as a kid and see my mom at the foot of my bed wow. praying. And um, I believe that um, where she maybe um, didn't know what to do or uh, lacked or whatever, Mm -hmm. God brought other people, and he brought me through my own hard journey Mm -hmm. um, that, and by his grace, Mm -hmm. you know, he just saved me from from so much. But having, letting our kids see us deal with people in a grace-filled way that reflects the nature of God. Yeah. You know, That's we're really not going to be perfect, right? Right, but take it just one day at a time. Come on, one day at a time. Yeah, Amen, Amen. Well, we're we are already over our time, but I want to touch this one uh, subject right now because it's super vital right now in our country. But um, I think switching gears from parenting, um, but in the in the it just passed in the House and now it's moved on to the Senate. But I think one of the biggest threats to our Christian liberty. One of the biggest threats to our family, our Christian, you know, we're talking about parenting, but our Christian families, um, to our First Amendment rights, um, to our churches, to our schools, um, is this Equality Act that has um, that the that the left is trying to push through. Um, just real quick, just what are your thoughts on it? Uh, maybe you could quickly sum it up for us, define what it is, and then maybe like how do we respond as Christians if it does pass in the Senate? But even if it doesn't, it's still going to be an agenda that they are trying to push forward, and they will try to mm-hmm. to get back through again. So, um, yeah. Well, just, go ahead. It, it's a federal bill, okay? okay? So that means it'll everywhere. It, it's affected. It'll affect everyone, right? Okay, and so what it does is it it modifies, it amends the Civil Acts right of 1964, and it adds this phrase mm-hmm. called sexual orientation and gender identity. Mm-hmm. That's a packed full phrase. Yeah. So it means however you identify, however you, uh, whatever you consider your, whatever you mm-hmm. consider your sexual orientation to be. Right. That that could mean a lot of things. Right. Right. So. And so now, basically, so it's civil rights act. So basically, you have to treat these people the same way that you treat people of other skin colors. So they're equating sexual orientation and gender identity to race. Right, which is unchangeable. Wow. Which sex, sexual orientation and gender identity is fluid. Yeah. They, they say people who subscribe to that worldview um, would say that themselves. It's yeah, fluid. It's right. changeable. Right. It can mean literally anything. Wow. Right. And now but I can't change the fact that I'm white. That's that's right. <laughs> you know, you, you can't wow. change that ethnicity, but uh, but it's it's to be treated on the same level. And listen, nobody we 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 discriminate every day right that's how we make decisions yeah okay so we're talking again about a redefinition of terms Uh and so what this means at the high at at this high level Mm -hmm. is that um if you do not agree with uh with my agenda Mm -hmm. uh then now we have the full weight of the state 
to make you comply and make you agree. Okay, so um, very practically, um, we believe in a biblical definition of human sexuality, that God created us male and female, okay? That teaching is now deemed discriminatory. Right. It'll be hate speech. It's it'll it's be considered outlawed. hate speech, and it's outlawed. And so that will that can affect our churches. That's right. Our Christian schools, our Christian curriculums, our Bibles. That's right. It's already affecting all those things. You said curriculum, uh-huh. absolutely. And so what it what it does is say that I don't I do know I no longer have the right of conscience. Wow. Right. Like I do. Do I have the right to live out my deeply held religious conviction about human sexuality as a mm-hmm. Christian? You know, and and to train my kids this way, right. according to this, no, you'll be discriminating. Wow! Right, and so what? Where we're seeing this the most mm-hmm. right now is in public schools with the curriculum and with this radical, comprehensive sex education. Yeah. Okay. So what they're saying right now is um, to not discriminate. We need to teach these youngsters all forms of sexual interaction. Okay, wow. so I, I'm not going to say that on your podcast, sure, but, but but every sexual act right. that people are engaged in that are um, trans... And how young are they teaching kids this? Or would they want to teach kids this? Well, as young as 10. Wow. But they're introducing the concepts much earlier now. Sure. So they're introducing, again, all under this umbrella well, of not discriminating. Well, and can this change our, our biology books? Oh, this. You know, that teach that a man is a man and a woman is a woman. And if they, you say that, that that's hate speech now? They, they would Will def- it move that direction? Yes. Wow. Right. That you can say that biologically. Now, you already hear verbiage of what doctors assi- assigned to you at birth mm-hmm. versus, no, this is biology. This, this is, right? It doesn't matter what they assigned to me. This is what I am. Th- yeah. Th- exactly. Right. right. Okay. And so, um, so now we see this in- incredible push mm-hmm. towards taking these four and five year olds uh, that early, reading these books to them, incorporating mm-hmm. it throughout the whole entire curriculum, not just one class. It's an in- integrated approach um, that the human rights campaign is pushing. Wow. Um, and all under this umbrella of not discriminating. Wow. Right? So through that doorway, mm-hmm. we can now um, deny parents their rights, right, in, wow. to, in, in the name of a sexualized political ideology. Uh-huh. We can now silence people of faith. We can now allow males to overpower girls in athletics. Wow. We can allow males to enter girls' locker rooms in, in private spaces um, and and in women's shelters, too. Wow. Um, we can pressure struggling children toward experimental cross-sex hormones in surgery. Right, because and, and it takes away the parents' right too. That's right. The parents and saying, say "Parents, you you have no authority here." Wow, that's right? crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> that's scary. Um, it even it even will go as far as sanctioning abortion and removing pro life protections, all under the umbrella of discrimination. Wow, you are now discriminating against women if you believe that abortion should right. be limited and can force doctors to perform abortions they don't want to perform. Yeah, or or they need to not. Need not to to be practicing. Wow. So we know, based on the the leftist ideology and worldview, how they would use something as weighty as this. Right. In the name of, yeah, in the name of equality, it just seems like a really slippery slope and that it's not equal at all. You're not treating people equally. It's definitely not, if, (laughs) and I would say even if you are even listening to this right now and you may be even more 
left leaning, you may be more center of the aisle than even conservative or Republican. Like this is a dangerous thing that you need to pray for, pray fully consider because, um, it says equality, but this is anything but equal for women. Yeah, we have this people is very across the aisle, like of feminist groups yeah. and a lot of other groups. Heritage Foundation has great information yeah. on this. Um, they've been doing a lot on it and doing um, sessions that people can yeah. can um, RSVP for virtual sessions. Are, uh, right. Gosh, weekly that you can sure. go in and and listen to experts on this. But it goes across. There's concern across the aisle. Yeah. Even people who um, are practicing. Um, homosexuals and our our parents right. don't support this, right. you know, because it affects their parental authority. Right. It, it, sure. it affects everyone's parental authority. Yeah. But we see people across, you know, the whole spectrum that believe that that no, we should not redefine what a woman is. Right. Right. And that's what we see happening. Yeah. Literally erasing Erase, the definition yeah. of of women. So yeah. that's why there are very really courageous feminist groups that are saying saying no, right. <laughs> this, this is, is crazy. This erases everything. Right. Right. And to put our children toward this, this path mm-hmm. of these cross-sex experimental cross-sex hormones, yeah. I mean, puberty blockers, wow. cross-sex hormones, and then the amputating of perfectly well, healthy body parts. And I know that we, there's no long-term study on this. Like we don't know how this will affect people, but we do know, I've read studies and heard testimony that gender dysphoria, that where a child is confused about what they mm-hmm. are, but by the by the time they go through puberty, they they usually like ninety five percent of them. Oh yeah, usually have got and that's it figured according out. to the CDC. Right, it is very high. So why in the world are we allowing? That, that's this? not Christian worldview. That's no. CDC saying that. That's, that's a right. world. That's a worldly government saying children figure it out. <laughs> that's right. So we're literally allowing this mutilization, bodily immutilization. Oh, utilization of our young people through this. Um, you're right. They do tend to work it out. But you know what? Even even your listeners can go into the search bar on YouTube right. and put in um, I regret, change regret. Yeah. And see how many videos actually come up of young people who were dealing with other issues right. who thought this might be something that would help mm-hmm. and no one stopped them yeah. and have worlds of regret now yeah. and that are all trying to transition yeah. back. And once a young woman takes that testosterone, yeah. it changes her forever. Wow. So and, yeah, I will say I've seen t- statistics. I don't, I don't have any to point to here, but statistics that show that whenever, um, whenever people start to make that transition because they identify a man identifying as a woman or a woman identifying as a man or whatever, when they, whenever they start to make their transition because they think it will help right. their depression or their anxiety, it actually makes it worse. That's right. Increasingly worse. And the suicide rates go up. That's statistically um, proven. Yeah. And so this is a, this is a really sc- a scary bill. And, and even being uh, a pastor and a teacher at a Christian school, um, it, this seems like a slippery slope like this will, literally set the stage to ban the Bible. Yes. Because it will be considered hate speech. It will be just considered discriminatory. Yes. Wow. Yes. Sitting in on those committee hearings and sitting in on school board meetings, Uh I can tell you that people already feel that way. Wow. And that's what led to this. Wow. Okay. So um, I do think that as a pastor, that parents need to understand. Sure. You know, you asked me about parenting advice. Mm -hmm. I would say you need to understand the threats. Yeah. Most parents do not fully understand the threats. Yeah. And then once they understand them, they don't know what to do about Mm -hmm. it. So um, I was going to say, what can we do? I know the House has passed it. The Senate has not yet. But what can we do in response to this? I, I 
if it does say if it does pass the Senate, mm-hmm. what where do what do we do? Where do we go? How do we take a stand? Well, <laughs> I know that's a lot of like ifs, we're, but we're kind of all in this together. Sure, and we're going to have to be figuring it out uh-huh. together. Um, let me just say about the state of Arkansas, mm-hmm. like you've got some really good folks here, sure. who are going to vote the right way, mm-hmm. but. Do not take that for granted. Mm-hmm. They need to hear from you, right? Because the whole, you know, um, movement and wave of the left is coming against them. Mm-hmm. So they need to know, and, and don't don't take your like put your foot on the pedal. Right. You know, I want to say don't take it off, but most right. people don't even have it on, right? right? So they need to hear from you and know right. that you're supporting them, right? And know that you are thankful for them. Yep. One of the things we we often fail to do is that when a a, a policymaker or a board member, or whatever, does something good uh-huh. and right, they never hear from us, right? They're people. We need to thank them for that. We need applaud to them for that. That's yeah, right. Sure. Absolutely. And so if if that vote just went down yesterday in the house, so um, you know. And I know you're. By the time your listeners hear this, you know it. It will be you know a few weeks or whatever. Sure. But but find out who they are, mm-hmm. and then make sure you drop them an email. Absolutely. And and thank them for yep. it, and Absolutely. and maybe even invite them out, be on your podcast. Right. Sure. You know, <laughs> yeah. <whatever>. Sure. <laughs> you know. But yeah. uh, look for opportunities to cultivate that relationship. Right. Absolutely. I love that. I think a big thing. Always stay in the place of prayer, and then if this does pass. It obviously, uh, I'll I'll release this episode before it goes to the Senate, just so people can be praying and maybe e- email your senator, let yes. them know that you stand against. Even if you know for sure they're going to vote for it or mm-hmm. against it, email right. them and let you know that let them know that you stand against it. They That's need right. to hear our voices. We there are elected officials; they need to hear from us. Um, but we definitely need to stand in the place of prayer. And then if it, I, I would say if it does pass, we cannot bow to the mob. We cannot. That's right. Um, cave to all of this we are going to have to stand you're going to have to stand and, there and be, will be willing to face any consequences yeah you're right that's where we are yeah. do we trust him yep right. because we're going to have to stand that's great and when you do there will be organizations and, and entities and people to stand with you yep. like your family policy council right. that yeah. is what right. we do absolutely and so your um council here in arkansas Mm-hmm. Um, is the Family Council, familycouncil.org. Right. We mentioned the familycouncil.org uh, for Arkansas. There's also the Liberty Council, yes, which right. is where uh, Matt Staver, who is an right. attorney, who's an incredible Christian man, also man of God. That's right. You, you have can, uh, Alliance Defending Freedom, ADFlegal.org. Okay. And then uh, what's the one we mentioned? Heritage Foundation? Yep, Heritage okay. is a great one. So Family it, Policy Alliance. Okay. These are all people to put in your feed. Right, great resources that we need to look to and that we need to support. Absolutely. So. And, but locally to know what's going on, mm-hmm. I would say definitely go to the uh, social media for family council, Okay, you know, um, right here in Arkansas. Okay. And because you've got some good stuff running right now. Yeah, for sure. And you want to be heard on it. For yeah, sure. absolutely. Well, we're going to conclude today. We went way over, but that's totally fine. I feel like Holy Spirit took over when we were talking about um, the parenting stuff. So it's incredible. But I did want to end with this important, really important topic right, right now. Um, and then I'm going to ask you again, will you close us in prayer um, in this episode today and pray for our parents, pray for our young listeners, um, and then pray for our nation as we are heading against this Equality Act right now. Lord Jesus, I thank you again for this wonderful time with Josh, Lord. I thank you for how you're using his voice. I thank you that he is a pastor that 
that seeks to know what the threats are uh, so that he can shepherd well. I thank you for his heart to do that. Lord, we just lift up pastors all throughout this area. Lord, that they would see that understanding these issues, these moral issues of our day, um, and warning their people and equipping them, that they would... Uh, really see it, Lord, through the lens of shepherding them well. Um, And Lord, the parents who are, the young parents who are out there who are listening to this this episode, Lord, we just pray that you would give them so much courage, give them insight, Lord, Lord. help them not to feel defeated when they're doing the the mundane things of caretaking day by day, but Lord, that they would see what they are doing right now as a mission, Mm -hmm. the mission of motherhood, the mission of being a father, mm-hmm. Lord, and, and shaping the hearts and minds of those little ones that you have given them to steward. Lord, bring them the support that they need mm-hmm. day by day in helping uh, reframe um, when it's needed, Lord, and helping them to be consistent and to yes, go to Lord. the right um, resources. Lord, we thank you that you are faithful you, when we come to you with that heart of humility and and loving you, my goodness, you are so faithful, and we thank, thank you. Lord. We just thank you for it, Lord. When we are so busy and we have so much um, happening all at once, help us to get to that place where we can quiet our minds and that we can uh, focus on what you want us to focus on, yes. and that you would help us with our diets of information, yes, Lord. and that little by little, Lord, that you would. Um, help us to to be informed, to get the right information, yes, um, that it would stay in our minds, that you would help us to be sharp-minded and to remember yes, it and, uh, and to act on it um, just a little bit every day. Yes. Lord, we know that you are so faithful in that. And uh, Lord, we just pray that you would um, help us to to just continue talking to one another, to encourage each other, to make it known to our pastors and our Mm -hmm. youth pastors, you know, what we're struggling with and um, that you would every day just keep leading us to the right answers and the right resources um, for getting into the, into this uh, ring and learning um, how to stand for you and to stand for you in a way um, that is winsome and pure and that is right and draws people to you. Mm-hmm. But Lord, we just trust you with the results. Yes, we know Lord. that you've got this. Help us to be faithful day by day in the small things yes, Lord. and to trust you uh, that that you have this and that you have us and that your word and your promises stand true forever through all eras of history that we look back on. Your, your word has always stood um, all through the eras of time. Mm. So Lord, we lean into your truth right now. And we ask that you just fill our hearts with wanting more of you every day in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.